welcome to the Rise of Revitalize podcast where we give you short, simple messages to help you become the best that you can be. I'm going to talk to you quickly today about productivity and the B word. What is the B word, you might ask? Well, it's the busy word because, you know, it's more relevant probably now than maybe any other time of the year. When you ask somebody how they're doing, what are they so likely to say? Well, I'm so busy. I have so much going on. I'm just, I'm stressed out. I'm just so busy, right? We hear this over and over and over again. And sometimes we're tempted to even tell ourselves that we're busy. You know, I've had a couple of weeks here where I myself have been tempted. You know, being a relatively new entrepreneur, kind of a year and a half into my journey here, there's some days where I'm pulled in all sorts of directions. There's so many different things to do, you know, emails to answer, DMs, customer, you know, questions, distributors, manufacturers, marketing gurus, all sorts of things that I could be doing in a day. And, you know, especially, you know, like this last week, just had this, you know, flurry of activity, you know, pulled in all sorts of different directions, doing all sorts of stuff, just giving her all day long. And I get home sometimes at the end of the day, exhausted, you know, of, you know, however many hours of, of working, of, of grinding, as you know, people on the internet like to say, and I look back on my day and I'm like, wow, did I even accomplish anything? Did I really do anything productive or was I just busy? Quote unquote, busy. And then I saw, I think it was a meme on the internet the other day that just stopped me in my tracks and reminded me of such an important concept. And that meme said this, busy, is just another form of laziness. Busy is just another form of laziness. And that really struck a chord with me because I think it's so true. It's so easy in our lives to get caught up in this just whirlwind of things to do and activity and text messages and Instagram DMs. And, you know, we're so inundated with information all day long with all these different things coming at us. And we can get, you know, pulled into this web of different things to do. And at the end of the day, we really didn't do anything that was overly productive. Or we certainly didn't focus on, you know, our vital functions, as I like to call them. Those three or two or probably one thing one thing that we could be doing that would actually really progress us towards our goal. And this is a lesson that, you know, I needed a reminder of because I've been so guilty of this lately. I haven't been thinking about my vital functions and I've just been, you know, kind of approaching every day without a plan, just all over the place, doing all sorts of different stuff. And I'm not really being productive. I'm not really doing those one or those two things that I should be doing. That's going to grow the business. That's going to help more people that's going to you know, help lead you know, my, my organization. And I was originally introduced to this concept you know, by uh, an, an extraordinary book. I mentioned it before. It's called The Entrepreneur Roller Coaster by Darren Hardy. Phenomenal book. Probably the best you know, 10 or 15 pages on productivity I've ever read, which is, is the chapter on productivity in the book. And he really talks about these vital functions. And he talks about how you know, most people really you know, not just entrepreneurs, but, you know, employees or anyone undertaking a project, you know, can get so inundated with just, you know, random tasks that come up every day, but they don't end up focusing on the one or the two or the three things that are really going to progress them towards their goal. And what he says in the book is these, 
because he spent, you know, I believe 20 years of his career, Darren Hardy, studying these just uber successful people, these people who have just accomplished phenomenal things. And he said that these people are not the quote unquote most busy. They're not, you know, grinding 24 hours a day. Do they work extremely hard and are they obsessed and relentless? Absolutely. There's no doubt about that. But they spend that hard work. They spend that time on super productive things. And they're actually the best at, you know, delegating everything that they don't need to be doing and focusing on that one thing or two things that is really going to progress them and their team and their organization. One of the examples he gives in the book, I think, is, is such a brilliant one, and it's Joel Osteen. If you're not familiar with Joel Osteen, he's a, a very you know, famous, influential, you know, amazing pastor in, in Houston in the States, and he leads this incredible church. He, you, know, you might see him on TV. He preaches in front of, I think, 20 or 25,000 people in the former Houston Rockets you know, sports arena, and you know, he's seen by millions of people all over the world on, on TV. And Joel took over this, you know, the church from his father when his father passed away. And, and Joel talks about how when he first took over the church, he was busier than he'd ever been. You know, with all this administrative work, all this leadership work. As you can imagine, you know, the paperwork and the behind the scenes and everything that would go into running this organization that serves, you know, millions of people around the globe. And he said he was more stressed, you know, and tired and overwhelmed than maybe ever before. Didn't have as much time for his family. And so he sat down one day and he went through this exercise of really thinking about what's the one thing that I can be doing that's going to progress the organization, my church, more than anything else. What's the one thing I could be doing? And what he determined was that was his you know, 20-minute sermon that he was giving on Sunday that was broadcasted all over the world. He said that's the one thing that if I focus on that, that is going to grow our organization. It's going to make things easier for everybody it's going to have the most significant impact. And so Joel cut out basically everything that he was doing administrative-wise, and this became his actual schedule. This is Joel's actual schedule. On Wednesday, he spends the whole day thinking and researching, making notes for the sermon. Thursday, he writes it out, word for word. Friday, all he does the entire day on Friday is just memorizes the sermon. On Saturday... He has, I believe it's two private viewings, I guess, of his sermon, where he gives them to private audiences at the church to practice. And Sunday, camera, lights, action, it's on. He gives his sermon in front of you know millions of people around the globe. Monday, he takes off to spend with his family. And Tuesday, so one day a week, is that's where he does some of the leadership, a little bit of the administrative work that he has to do with the church. So we took these you know, thousands of tasks that he had to manage every week. And he really cut it down to one thing. And they've grown just massively since he's done that. Pretty extraordinary, really, if you think about it. And so that's a great, you know, lesson for, you know, myself especially, but I think for all of us. You know, what task, what goal, you know, what job, what are you trying to accomplish? And is there one thing that you could be doing or two things that you could be doing above all else that would progress you? further you know i'll give you another example uh, this is also from the entrepreneur roller coaster i think it's brilliant richard branson if you don't know richard branson he's you know i believe up there with steve jobs is one of the greatest entrepreneurs of all time created virgin radio virgin airlines so many other you know virgin brands i think there's virgin cola at one point you know he's, he reads 
just a crazy serial entrepreneur, accomplished so much, a billionaire. And there was this, you know, I think it was a marketing company that reached out to him, you know, several years ago that wanted to, Richard to come and give a keynote speech. So they reached out to Richard's people and they said, we have $100,000, we'd like Richard to come speak at our event, give the keynote. Well, Richard's people reached back out and they said, thank you very much for the offer. Richard has declined. And so they were kind of bewildered by this and they said, okay, fine, $250,000 will offer Richard to come give a keynote. And again, his team came back and said, no, thank you, he's declined. So they came back again and said, $500,000, we're gonna give Richard $500,000, half a million dollars to come and do this keynote. And again, they said no. And so just so frustrated, they went back and they said, fine, we have a blank check. He Tell him to name the number, whatever it takes. And this is the actual response that Richard Branson's people came back with. I think this is fascinating. They said, no amount of money would matter Right now, Richard has three strategic priorities he is focused on, and he will only allow us to allocate his calendar to something that significantly contributes to the accomplishment of one of those three priorities, and speaking for a fee is not one of them. Wow. You know, and I wonder why he's so successful. Here's a man that was offered literally a blank check, could have been millions of dollars to come and give a keynote speech, would have been probably half a day of his time, and he turned it down because he's that focused on his vital functions. He's that focused on being actually productive and not just busy. So here's Richard Branson turning down you know, a blank check, and I get a text message or an email alert on my phone, and all of a sudden my whole day is thrown off. You know, So this is something I need you know, to learn and improve and focus on. You know, understanding that, yes, busyness can just be another form of laziness. Just filling your time with a whole bunch of random tasks doesn't necessarily mean that you're moving any closer to your goal. And so that's what I'll leave you with today. A quick message. What are you trying to accomplish? What are you trying to grow? Maybe it's a business, maybe it's your career, maybe a relationship, maybe some other project or, you know, a not-for-profit Whatever it is, there's probably one or two things that you could be doing above all else that is going to advance you further than anything else. So don't just be busy. Be productive. Spend your time doing the things that are actually going to advance you, that are actually going to help you grow. So that's what I'll leave you with. I hope you have a phenomenal week. Keep working. Keep growing. Become the best that you can be. And thank you so much for listening. 